absolutely frozen, it has to be said. Um, yeah, I am really cold actually, and I can't see out the window because I haven't uh, drawn the curtain back properly, so that's irritating. Uh, I'll do that in a second. I'm clutching my tea, and uh, I've got about 65 layers of clothes on. I think the flat's warm, actually, I think it's me, I think I'm just cold. Uh, I don't know why anyone cares about this really. Welcome to episode 133 of Mr. Burke Pots. Um, it's quiet out there. Uh, there's been a builder's van outside for quite quite a few days now, but uh, no sounds of building. Uh, I live in a, oh, in a car coming around the corner with headlights on. It is all oh, that's parking. Don't know who they are. It's getting quite dark actually. Keep an eye on them. Well, now I've adjusted the curtain. I can see the oh yes, person getting out of the car. Uh, oh no, they're. Uh, Oh, that's fancy. They've just pushed the button and the boot opened all on its own. I think they're an electric car. I think they're going to uh, charge. Anyway, we've got good news because uh, I thought it was going on about something else walking past. I've seen them before. Um, on to who we get our car with. Uh, they've changed everything. The price has gone up and I thought they were also taking away the network. The free charging network i think i mentioned this but anyway the good news is that if you're already a member uh the price isn't going up until you get a new car because they do change your car over every two years uh, so we're due for one i think in august uh, and also we still get free bp pulse and uh, insta vault so i'm pausing because there's an awful lot going on outside the window there's three people walking past now all together person I thought was charging the car isn't they've just walked off and there's three people walking past very slowly oh and another car oh and another person person in a very nice bright green hat and rather nice uh, burnt umber trousers it's quite a nice combination actually so um it's all go like that and they uh yeah so until the car uh, till we have to, we get given a new car, we've still got free access to uh, all the things I thought we were going to lose, and we're going to have to get rid of the car, so we're not getting rid of the car yet. Hurrah! Because I was thinking about some journeys. We've got a big birthday in Manchester on... Uh, this is Lula Belcalari's Bouvier's birthday on um, the end of January, which actually means I'll miss the last day of the show. But I think I can live with that. And um, so we're going to drive up for that and back down again, step there overnight in a new hotel. And um, it's quite funny, actually, because I looked at the new hotel TripAdvisor comments and uh, there's some very nice apologies from management over certain experiences people have. And there are some very amusing apologies from management. Uh, one person complaining about something and then the manager's just written... Um, we don't accept people swearing at our staff when they're unhappy with their service. Uh, so it was quite pointed. And somebody else had parked their car and got charged a load of money. And the manager wrote, so you didn't see the three signs on the way in and the iPad at the front desk saying, please put your registration number in here and you won't get charged. Uh, which I thought was quite funny, <laughs> actually. Because I don't think the customer's always right, I'm afraid. 
having worked in the service industry quite a lot of my life. So, yeah, and then I'm thinking, because the show ends on uh, at the end of January, and then there's nothing in until the next show, which starts in the middle of February, which is very unusual, because uh, I usually brush the next thing in as soon as possible. Um, so I may well have a couple two weeks free. Darren's asked me if I'll go and help him with some work because I think he's a bit overloaded with funding applications because uh, they've got quite a lot of... They're, they're doing... Um, well, he's hoping they, them, it's the company are hoping to do their... a repeat of... Uh, sorry, I'm going distracted against another car. Um, the the uh, thing they did last year, I can't remember what it was called. What was it called? The Causeway. No, they're not doing the Causeway. No, they're, they're going to do the Passion for the Planet again, which they did two years ago, in Dorking, because uh, the company has connections with Dorking, which you don't need to go into now. And then uh, they're doing a new one back up in Felling for the summer. Uh, and he's got a schools, two-week schools project he's trying to get funding for, which is working apparently, uh, well, not apparently, um, self-harming is getting uh, is coming into groups of children at a younger and younger age and I think it's now down to year five and year six so that he's working on a thing for year five and year six uh, primary school uh, school children up in again up in Felling uh, which is an area of considerable poverty um, and he's got some other projects they've got a lot going on at the moment actually it's all quite exciting so um uh, yeah, and also, while I'm talking about that, they've got their Valentine's, well, it's not a Valentine's thing, but they've got into the habit of doing a Valentine's uh, evening uh, that's going to be more about uh, friendship and compassion and care and things uh, rather than just romantic love. Uh, that's going to be sometime in the middle of February. I've forgotten the date, but I'll be doing something. I'll be writing something for that because I've started writing it. Uh, I won't be performing it uh, for obvious reasons. And then, um, yes, there's been a lot of down in my life, actually, because I saw him on... No, I'll come back to that later, actually. Uh, so, yes, yeah, so that's just a reminder. We haven't got a title. I'm saying we, they, we, he hasn't got a title for it yet. Uh, but I'll keep you informed on that because they're usually very nice evenings, actually. <laughs> Um, and they're on Zoom, so anyone can watch. They're just an evening of little songs and poems and mini plays and things. So I uh, went for a run this morning. I did yoga. I did day two. Having vowed, well, I didn't vow, but I thought I would make a real effort to do at least two or three days of yoga last week. Uh, I did Monday, and that was it. So I'm on day two uh, today with Adrian. I'm very much enjoying this. one's called Centre, and... Um, Today was listen, and it was listening to your breathing. And I think, uh, and I've said this before. I, I mean, I'm. I think breathing is profoundly important. Obviously, if we don't breathe, we die. But I think it is profoundly important for well-being and for uh, keeping calm, uh, keeping anxiety under check, and all sorts of things. So I'm very, very pro-breathing, uh, and I've started doing a Zoe, the Zoe app, uh, which started with the covid thing i can't be bother going into all the zoe you have to look it up online if you don't know what i'm talking about uh, they're doing a daily check on people doing a habit so you've got various 
choice of habits to do, all of which were a bit too much, except for me, except for the breathing one. So every day you breathe uh, for five minutes, counting three in, holding for four and counting out for five, which is a pretty standard one. And uh, then you monitor the next day how well you slept, uh, how your mood level was, uh, how hungry you are and stuff. So I've got that going on with Zoe. I've got a lot going on with Zoe at the moment. Uh, so that was all quite exciting. Then that linked up quite nicely to my run because I have found a new podcast I mentioned last week and I'm very, very excited about it. It's called, I don't know what I said it was called last week. It was complete gibberish. It's called How Do You Cope? Now, I said that confidently as soon as I said it. I thought, I'm not sure it is called that, but I think it's called How Do You Cope? <laughs> With Ellis James and I want to say Danny Robbins and I think Danny Robbins is somebody different. Uh, anyway, I think he's very, very interesting to listen to. And they do a lot of listening to their guests. They ask very insightful questions. Um, so the first one was, uh, they're over an hour each podcast, which is a long time. But I have to say, it's so interesting. The time goes really quickly. The first one was with the man who wrote, Adam Kay, who wrote, uh, this is going to hurt. The second was about his time uh, under stress in the NHS. The second one is about a woman who I can't remember her name, which has written a book called uh, Everybody Died and I Bought a Dog. Uh, she's she's either a radio producer or radio presenter. I hadn't heard of her. But basically her sister died and unexpectedly her parents then died. Uh, and she was a bit of a mess anyway. Uh, and it was how she got through it and continues to get through it. Uh, one of the things she did is buy a dog. Uh, and she said, and, and what's lovely about these programs is they do, they don't go down rabbit holes. They just wander down avenues that you don't expect. Uh, and I've learned an awful lot from them. But one lovely thing uh, she said, because the other thing I quite like about Ellis and John is they often have different uh, views of things. So uh, John absolutely hates dogs. So I hadn't got any time to talk about dogs and uh, she was saying um, they said well you know we talk about why, why is having this dog made such a difference and she says uh, and also the dog's going to die and you've had like three massive deaths in your family uh, the dog's going to die at some point um, and she enters it so beautifully she said and, and I was very touched by this because I thought it was so true of Duffy that they um, we give them they pets animals give us so much joy and happiness that we give them the best death in return uh which i thought was a lovely thing to say when we obviously when you have the opportunity and we did that with duffy and what's something else walking about us striding big purple coat striding past um and uh we did that with duffy i still uh i'm still upset about <laughs> not having her and um but she had a really peaceful death and linked into that they also said to her but the dog's going to die how how are you sort of going to cope with that is it you know is it not just going to send you spinning after your, the other deaths you're dealing with and she said but we know animals are going to die we know they have shorter lifespans and so therefore you love them and you live with them in the moment and you um appreciate them uh every day all day every day and i thought that was such a lovely thing to say and that was what happened with duffy because we knew she had a limited time and we didn't know how limited that time was and I, i'm really glad the vet never told us because i don't think that i actually knew um we both absolutely loved every single day with her she wasn't and, that, and that's why it was so intense and i think that's why uh we're both missing her so much 
because we just loved her so much every single day because we knew we didn't have her for very long. And um, yeah, it was, uh, yeah, that, that sort of made me feel better about things. So there is a possibility of a couple of cats coming into our lives at some point. Um, but just right now, uh, we're still taking a break. So um, now the person then last week, it was a footballer whose name I, because I don't know anything about football, I didn't, wasn't aware of. He's just set up a trust. He's had huge mental health problems. Uh, he's uh, just stopped drinking. I think he's been sober for four months. Uh, again, Ellis is a massive sports fan, massive football fan. John isn't particularly interested in football. So it's a really nice mixture of the way they question and listen to the answers. And uh, that was a real eye opener. If you're not interested in football, I can tell you it's still an eye opener and really, really worth listening to. Uh, also, I can't get over this. Just there's an absolute surplus of people walking past. Plethora. I don't know any of them. And um, then the one I'm in the middle of listening to today is Tom Brad. Bradby, Bradby, who I, is a really well-known journalist at the moment, uh, reads the 10 o'clock news on ITN, which I don't watch. And he basically had what he calls the equivalent of a, a heart attack, but mentally, uh, and had uh, insomnia, uh, which I presume caused him to have some sort of breakdown. I haven't got that far yet. Uh, this is really interesting that he is so fascinating to listen to and he's basically talking about how our bodies our minds affect our bodies how how linked up they are and as he said how stupid he was to not realize um any of this was going on until he uh, hit crisis point uh, and they talk about it, it it just winds down some really interesting roads that are quite unexpected and again it's someone who is articulate um insightful and um and, and you know has been on a journey for want of protect expression uh, and has come out of the other end with a lot of self-knowledge i really do recommend it i and I, I think this one of the three of the four is the one that's uh, I, I find the most personally find the most interesting uh, and there's loads and loads and loads of them so i'm very happy so i've got uh, i've got lots of running uh, stuff to listen to and it's really nice um uh move on from fortunately which i'm still missing I'm waffling on a lot today, actually. So uh, that was yoga and run. Running was flipping cold outside today. Flipping cold. Um, that reminds me, I've got to get in touch with the uh, National Treasure. I did ask, there's a connection there in my head that doesn't matter. Uh, I did get asked by someone, is the National Treasure Judy Dench? Uh, the answer is no. <laughs> um... <laughs> Um, I'm sure she's every, Judy Dench is every bit as lovely as this person. Now I'm just looking at my diary. I don't think I've done very much except I've done an awful lot of work. Uh, so Friday, uh, met up with Darren again. So that's the second meeting up with Darren of the month. Uh, we've got another one to go. Uh, we went to see As You Like It at the new, brand new theatre in the West End called At Soho Place. Nothing to do with Soho Theatre. Um, built by Nika Burns, who is a theatre producer, I think I mentioned before. Absolutely beautiful theatre. Really beautiful. Um, looks very glitzy and New York on the outside. Inside is very modern, but very cosy and homely. 
and we had a meal, very, very nice meal in a beautiful restaurant, uh, which is very quiet. Uh, I don't know whether people were just speaking quietly or whether it was the atmosphere to, be, to cause people to speak quietly. Quite like jazzy music being played, not too loudly. And I think, I suspect there wasn't a lot of hard surfaces that for noise to sort of bounce around. Really lovely. We'll be going there uh, regardless of going to the theatre again, definitely. And a lovely bar, a cocktail bar, quite small. Uh, lovely browns um, in the colour scheme. And uh, there's a sort of uh, theme of stars, uh, star constellations going through the building. Comfortable seats. Uh, I would have happily sat, I think, practically anywhere. The, the auditorium is like an oval, uh, three levels, but the top level is not that far away. Uh, the production uh, was uh, by Josie Rourke, who is one of my favourite directors. And uh, I and Darren did really like it. We all really liked it. I thought it was a beautiful production. I think she's a very intelligent director. And I really think what she does with her productions always comes out of text. Uh, she doesn't, she's not a gimmicky director. Um, the play has Rose Ailing Ellis, is it, she's she called Rose Ailing, uh, the actor from EastEnders, or known for being in EastEnders and winning Strictly, the deaf actor, uh, Acelia. And uh, so she was signing and then there was English subtitles uh, sort of on the above the first level of audience. Um, I, I had, I was a bit, she, she and the lead who was, um, uh, what's the lead, Rosalind, that uh, so she was signing as well, actually it was there, sorry, Rosalind was played by gender neutral actor uh, they so which is quite interesting because obviously um as you like it is about a girl who dresses as a boy um so i like that and uh i did have a bit of difficulty there because my eyes were sort of flipping around all over the place up to the subtitles back because obviously celia isn't in every single scene so it wasn't like going to an opera when you can look at the subtitles all the way through um and darren uh, had a lot to say about it because he works with deaf actors. He's worked with deaf actors for a long, long time, many years, and he uh, is fluent in British Sign Language. And he said it was basically terrible and um, uh, it's 20 years out of date what they, they did. He said it's completely inaccessible to deaf people and he said deaf people probably won't go. Uh, partly the problem is it's in the round, so uh, a lot of the time the actors have their backs to where you're sitting and so you can't see them signing. Um, as he pointed out, which I sort of unconsciously noticed myself, your head is going up and down to read the, the subtitles, which is it's just difficult. And he said a lot of people who are deaf uh, can't read for reasons of the fact that obviously the way we, the main way we teach children to read is through sound, sounding out the letters. And so deaf people need a, a more complex or a different way of being taught to read and uh, therefore a lot lag behind and don't read or read very little. Not true of everybody, but um, reading, being taught to read is not accessible, easily accessible to deaf children. So um, yes, and he said also the, uh, the act of playing uh, Rosalind was using a sort of very basic sign language. It wasn't British sign language, which is sort of fair enough because I understand if you're going to have a hearing actor do it, presume they have to learn something fairly quickly. Um, anyway, 
he didn't rant he was very good actually but he was obviously very cross about it and i think it's important to say these things because i know he's speaking from experience and he knows these things to be truth he's not just criticizing uh superficially um that aside it was an absolutely beautiful production it's an absolutely beautiful theater i thoroughly recommend it and uh we're definitely going to see the next show which will be medea uh starring the third woman from corinth uh, all being well there's another car going past um so yes no the show's going all right it's, i had four shows over the weekend i'm absolutely exhausted i don't sleep i think they're so busy there's so much to do on it i get I'm quite hyper when I get home and I find it very difficult to sleep. So um, I'm a bit moody because my sleep patterns have been a bit all over the place. Um, and uh, uh, television. Well, yeah, if you, yeah, Tutti Frutti. I, I mean, Tutti Frutti is just brilliant. It's on BBC Four. If you didn't see it when it was on back in the 80s, rewatch it. So, oh, hello. It's only on for a f- couple i think about 15 odd days or something uh, before it disappears off uh, bbc4 iplayer uh, i can't recommend it highly enough six episodes we're halfway through it it's just brilliant uh, and it's actually really interesting watching something that was made in the 80s watching the genuine 80s fashions and decors and street scenes and things um mythic quest uh santa clarita diet uh which i'll talk about another time and um what else we're watching still watching attorney Wu. uh aquafina is nora from queens uh now on series two uh reading is i'm a bit slow at the moment i'm still listening to the spy and the traitor ben mcintyre but uh, everything else is on hold and i've probably got lots of other things to say but i've run out of time i sound quite jolly today don't have that cast parked on wl aligned hmm um i do sound quite jolly today i've warmed up which is maybe uh, i did a bit of swinging my arms before i sat down maybe that helped and then moving off now um yeah anyway it's like the good old days say wasn't it? it was like people and things happening outside the windows all very exciting um i think that's all but yeah uh, i'm going to sign off there i uh, hope everyone is having i uh, hope everyone's keeping warm oh it's backing up the road now Obviously, I have no idea what they're doing. And uh, yes, thank you for listening.